everyone, and welcome to episode 87 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. First off, thank you for listening, and if it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. I was trying to think of something new, but nope, nothing came to I, me. I, yeah, I did, fl- <laughs> I did fly through that, and yet I didn't give you much time. <laughs> it's okay. We can. I'll go with my real name this time. And we'll go with what's always the real first... Ooh you know, thing we talk about in this podcast every week, and it's going to be news. Uh, I, I did have to scavenge for news this week. There was there wasn't much, but yeah, um, it's kind of dead. It's that dead time between now and the awards. Exactly. And the awards are the day you're listening to this. I think it's either Thursday or Friday they start or they're yeah. uh, or it's supposed to air. Keep an eye out for that Twitch stream. As long as I'm home, I will be watching it <laughs> and I'll stream nice. it. But first off is going to be, and I just found this fun, lawmakers are trying to push uh, push legislation to combat bots and scalpers. Uh, there's a couple Democratic, primarily, uh, people, uh, governors that are trying to look to push this legislation. And all it's pretty much doing is it's just trying to either ban or outlaw um, the scalpers and resellers. Uh, just in general, not like just for video gaming, but it just happens to be hitting a lot of video games in general. I I do want to say I find it funny that it feels like they're talking about this right now. And I feel like, you know, the governor's wife came home and I went, I can't get these damn PS5s. Walmart (laughs) and Best Buy says it's because of because of scalpers and bots. Can you outlaw them or something? And then it's like, yeah, I'll work on it or something like that. And then that's that's what it's turned into is just, you know, the they're just like, oh yeah, sure, why not? We'll we'll work on this, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, bots have been a thing forever with shoes and clothing. I just think it's been more in the everybody gets to see it because of the consoles and yeah. pretty much not just consoles, but a lot of things that people have wanted that you can't get. I mean, I don't know how legislation stops people from doing it though, right? I feel like it's kind of like when you pass a law about pirating movies and like people still do it. I just they can pass all they want but i just don't think it's going to stop it unfortunately yeah i guess it's more or less if you know and i'm not sure whatever system there is but if they see that you're selling 10 ps5s on one uh on one account i guess they can assume that you're just buying them to resell them at higher prices yeah but you know some governor i think down you know deep down inside is just trying to get their kid a ps5 and he's like gosh darn it these bots and scalpers aren't letting me get them so i'm going to outlaw them <laughs> instead I mean, more power to them. If everybody could get one that wanted one, that would be the perfect world. But unfortunately, that will not be the case. Yeah, you know, I wonder what it would do for like, you know, 20, uh, you know, 2050 Barry for presidency. If I went, Mm. you know, no more scalpers, scalpers are done. I'd probably just get presidency right then and there. Yeah, they wouldn't even have an election at that point. They would just automatically appoint you president. Yeah, the president would resign. The vice president would be like, yeah, give it to this kid. Give it to this dude. (laughs) yep he wins hands down i can't compete with that at all yep has host a huge parade trust me the last thing last thing usa wants me being president so i mean huge parade i can see you coming down in a motorcade blasting simple and clean um i can picture it vividly in my mind yeah it would (laughs) definitely it would definitely be uh you know maybe it would be the opening ceremony that no one would would never ever forget yeah. I'm pretty sure like it would just be constantly uh, like probably during the first speech. It would just be like 
simple and clean lyrics or um i would i would demand that the kingdom hearts 3 uh trailer with face my fears is played on every single tv on the anniversary of uh kingdom hearts 3 uh at the moments of dinner time and i might just make uh like persona 5's like intro the pledge of allegiance or something like that (laughs) give the uh presidential medal of freedom to uh i don't even know who it is but the person who created kingdom hearts yeah you know i we could do that tetsuya nomura he doesn't deserve that i'm gonna be i'm not i'm not that crazy to give that man to give that man a word for kingdom hearts the medal of freedom for all his outstanding work (laughs) um all right uh yeah this is a if you can't tell like you said this is a short uh news week here um, there is a patch coming out for GTA, the original trilogy that is supposedly fixing over 100 bugs because there is definitely over 100 bugs in this game. Um, and also along with that, they did say that the physical editions have been delayed. Uh, the PlayStation and Xbox one's not that far. It's about a week. But if you're waiting for a physical copy on Switch, it is now sometime in 2022. So probably never. Yeah. Yeah. If- <laughs> It, it'll be hard and i have to i feel like like the, they, those have to be the cloud versions of the game too yeah like even though those games probably aren't that you know demanding especially considering game file sizes nowadays like they're gonna find a way to be like oh no can't play that on the switch it's gotta be cloud so you know i have to end up playing it cloud like but yeah hopefully I... go ahead hopefully things just get fixed you know and and yeah. um the people who wanted these games and, you know, bought these games, even when they were broken, finally, I hope they get compensated for the fact yeah. that whether it's some sort of free texture mods or something like that for the game, I'm not sure how it would work. But the people who bought it at launch and it's been broken, that's uh, I don't know that that's money lost on them or, you know, money lost that Ro- uh, Rockstar should do better on. Yeah, and I am going to check it out. I don't know if the patch is out yet, but just to see if I can notice any difference at all. Um, with the supposed bugs they fixed but i mean i understand the appeal of people wanting the physical copy on switch i mean playing it on the go would be kind of cool so i guess you just gotta hope that it does eventually come out at this point yeah exactly and you know we've talked about all of activision's uh lawsuits let's talk about a sony lawsuit yeah uh sony is facing a gender uh gender discrimination lawsuit uh, it, it speaks about uh, one of the game developers' employees, and I'm not sure if the name is Majo or Maho, uh, depending on what's going on. But the experience uh, kind of goes over how uh, this person was looking to get uh, higher up in the company. Their bosses said that, uh, you know, particularly women are prone to being more uh, more emotional and less professional than males. The person was later fired of due to their department being cut when the person Maho or Majo explains that they did not belong to this department and did not deserve to be fired. And so Maho believes that they were fired due to asking questions about, uh, about why, you know, didn't get this job or why this, or why this thing was said. So, uh, Sony has not commented since then. I'm going to go with Sony's trying to handle it internally, but, it's it, it is weird with all this going on uh you know i feel like maybe it's just been buried and i didn't see it till now or last week you know uh when the story first came out but 
you know, with Activision, everything going on there, you would have thought that had this been going on for long periods of time, you would have released it then. And then you would have had all this crowd. So I'm not sure if Sony buried this and then now it's just getting into the release or not. But, you know, I don't know the whole situation with Maho. I'm going to go with, you know, I've taken it as fact and or, you know, innocent. No, they'd be innocent till proven guilty is usually what the American saying is. So mm-hmm. I really don't know much about the situation and we'll have to see what comes out later on. Yeah, it's unfortunate that this kind of stuff is still happening and I don't think it's just in Sony, right? I think it happens in oh, a lot yeah. of companies um, with discrimination against women in the workplace, especially higher up positions. Um, some companies are better than others, but yeah, I mean, if this is true, then you would think that they're going to have to do a little bit of switching up who's in charge in that division um, of Sony. But yeah, I mean, it's not a good look and I don't think that Sony is going to pull an Activision here. I think Sony will take care of it pretty quickly. Yeah, I just wonder how do you take care of it quickly, I guess. But, you know, this is one person saying this compared to like an entire company of people coming out and saying it. So uh, maybe it's a little bit of a quicker fix. Well, well, it definitely is a quicker fix than what. I could see this being something that gets settled out of court or something like that. Yeah, I get that, too. Uh, All right. Halo Infinite. We are a week out right from Halo Infinite being officially out, at least the campaign. Um, but as of right now, it has a little bit of a PC hacking problem and, uh, quite a few people are complaining about it. Obviously I've played on console, so I haven't seen it, but a lot of people on console have said that they have turned off crossplay because the PC version, the side of it, there's too much cheating going on. Um, I know specifically there are some big time streamers who have been really, really enjoying the multiplayer and are kind of calling on Microsoft to take care of this now before it ruins what seems to be like almost universally accepted uh, fantastic game right now. Yeah, is do you know is crossplay turned on just uh, just to start off with? Like, I is think it's it something is, that's yeah. turned on automatically. I should probably turn that off. Yeah, <laughs> I think about it. I'm pretty sure no, it is. Yeah, no, no wonder I'm getting absolutely destroyed in mm-hmm. uh, in online sometimes. Not that I'm a, you know, I'm not good at these games to begin with. So that that also might be the issue. Yeah, but it does make a big difference when you're playing on a controller, playing against somebody with keyboard and mouse, if they're yeah. halfway decent. Yeah, exactly. Next up for me and my final news story, actually, is Dragon Age 4 loses creative director Matt Goldman, who has worked on Mass Effect, Knights of the Old Republic, and Anthem. And I'm actually, we're going to talk a little bit about Dragon Age 4 here in the upcoming game slash segment that Barry came up with the day before he, or, you know, three hours before the podcast aired. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be great. We're going to make it work. Yeah, we're going to make it work. Yep. Uh, but, you know, it, it just seems like uh, Bioware just continues to just lose people, lose people and lose people. And whether it's for better opportunities for these people, and hopefully it is, um, it's never good to hear like a creative director or a director of some sort leaving any sort of position or leaving a team in the middle of game development. And who knows what how far Dragon Age 4 is? We have no clue how far either that, you know, that or Mass Effect the next game in that line is. So I I just kind of wonder where this puts Matt Goldman. He did say, you know, hey, the team's in great hands. But of course he would say that. What is he supposed to say? No, the team's on fire. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. everything but, is burning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, it's they never appointed anybody after further reading the story. 
So we just have to see where it goes from here. Yeah, I mean, people leave companies all the time to go to different companies. Um, so I don't know how much of a big deal this is, but he is a big name for them. So hopefully everything is still on track. I still want to see a, a, the next Mass Effect. I'm not a huge Dragon Age fan, so that one's not as big of a deal to me. And you're definitely a bigger Anthem fan than I was. But I think it's pretty safe to say that we won't ever see another Anthem anyway. I think that's dead. <laughs> Yeah, and even though I was definitely the bigger Anthem fan, you know, it, it probably, and I get everybody's gripe with it, but yeah, I guess it, it probably deserves to kind of go into the go into the wind and kind of forget that you ever see this type of game, that kind of thing. So, yeah, we, true. We'll go, we'll go from there, and let's go into games played this week. And for me, it's nothing new, so I really have nothing new to talk about. But I have started back Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Uh, I'm playing on normal di- normal difficulty and the game is harder than what I remember. But um, the nice thing about it is I remember exactly where I am in the game. I can just go ahead and continue playing it. I'm not missing anything. So I have that. I've been going to Call of Duty uh, Vanguard uh, and playing campaign and playing uh, multiplayer a little bit. One thing I will say, and I think... And I, and I wonder whether or not, you know, uh, somebody will ever do a news story on this or anything like that. But, you know, there are news stories coming out about how people are so tired of COD. But then mm-hmm. directly in those comments that I'm reading, people are like, this is a good COD. Like this yeah. is so it it's weird how like, yes, the media has kind of going, OK, you know, COD's at all time low of players. COD is stale in the gameplay department. COD is doing this bad blah and blah that but then there are you know i could count you know hundreds of people of course in the comments of all of these stories going the multiplayer is fun and the and this is like a decent cod and that's what of course people are looking for and want so i i do wonder you know how how actually bad this cod is because for me i'm enjoying this more than i ever enjoyed cold war and you know, Cold War did have its merits with the story mode because the story mode was, you know, the wackiest um, that I felt. Uh, right. It's been in a while. So I, you know, I, I like Vanguard and I do enjoy it. It's just a matter of it just seems like there's a like how it's with movies, I guess, in Metacritic where, you know, I guess what is it? The, uh, was it Star Wars? The Last Jedi that like was critics hated it or critics loved it and fans hated it so it seems like it's switched where critics are tired of this cod but there's still i know a ton of people that like uh, vanguard yeah i'm still playing vanguard um almost on a daily basis right now uh and i'm still having a ton of fun It, it it's just you make your own fun you know if you're just oh i gotta get all these guns gold so i can get the diamond and whatever's after diamond camo if that's all you're going for, like it's you're going to be burnt out on the game pretty quick. But if you're just going in and being like, I want to use the guns that I think are fun. I want to play the way that I think is fun. I, I, I think it's a very good Call of Duty and I like the campaign. It was fun. Yeah, I just got through uh, Paulina's stuff. Yeah. And you're right. Like her her it's campaign's fun. fun. And yep. it, it, it's it's been a while because I don't think Cold War like I don't remember like explosive cool moments like they're like like this in cold war like cold war does have a few of it in the beginning but then it's more like the psychedelic uh sort of thing that they take instead uh but paulina like the whole running through the city while the bombing is happening 
is mm-hmm. really, really like well done and, and interesting too. like the particles flying around the smoke and everything like that. I, I was really impressed with uh, what they've done with Paulina's campaign. Yeah, it's by far the highlight of the campaign. Yeah. So uh, other than that, did you have anything else to play? Yeah, I mean, this week for me, obviously, I'm still playing Pokemon, so I don't need to go back into that. But like that game's phenomenal and I'm having a ton of fun with that. Um, but I went back into the VR world this week. So two games, one and a half, we'll say one's not really a game. Uh, Robo Recall and Wander. So Robo Recall, I think, is has been out for a couple years now. Um, and I just never actually picked it up. It was on sale for like Black Friday. So I figured this is the perfect time to try it. Um, this is a ton of fun from somebody who really likes super hot. I just like, I thoroughly enjoy shooters in VR. I think most people do. Uh, but robo recall is a little different. Uh, you're just basically tasked with all the robots in the city are defunct, uh, dysfunctional and they're all trying to kill you. So you're just trying to kill them all. Um, difference with this game being that you don't reload your guns. They just respawn on your hips. So you're shooting and when you run out, you're throwing the guns, you can throw them at the robots. Um, and then you're picking them off your hips or you have shotguns on your back. So you're constantly like reaching all around and it's a little bit of a workout. Um, you can move around. You're not like stuck in one space. You just kind of aim where you want to go and teleport. So you're not doing the actual running around with the analog stick, which makes me sick. I think it makes you sick too. So it's nice that I don't have to do that. Um, but you can also like grab the robots and you can rip off their arms, rip their heads off, throw them at other people. It's a ton of fun. Um, it's a perfect VR experience. And I think I would put it up there as like a one you should buy if you have a VR yeah. headset. I think it's on pretty much everything. Uh, and then Wander, which is basically just Google Maps um, for, you know, your VR headset. Uh, I've been heard, heard a lot about this. I just never picked it up again. It was on sale. I think it was like six bucks. So it's pretty cheap. Um, you know, obviously the first thing you do is you go to like all the addresses you personally know, right? I went to like where I grew up, you know, where I went to school, all that. But there's so many other things you can do with this that you can go to famous landmarks and actually walk around those famous landmarks. So, um, like I went to, you can go to Disney and you can walk around inside the park. Uh, most of the park, not all of it. You can go to like the pyramids and walk around there. You can go to Paris, do all this stuff. So it's a very fun um, way to see the world uh, and just kind of virtually travel all over the place. You can also do it with friends, um, which I think is kind of cool. So I think that is also a must buy for VR. And I know probably a lot of people might be getting a VR headset for Christmas. So Robo Recall and Wander might be one of the, you know, you might want to get those first. All right. I need to, I need to get back on my VR uh, mm-hmm. kind of stretch just because I, ha- I haven't gotten back on it in a while. It I just have... looks so sad in the corner sometimes for me. <laughs> yeah, like when, when I look at it, and I'll look at it right now just to remind yep. myself, yeah, I do have one. Uh, <laughs> like I always go back to just playing Beat Saber and Hollow Point. I, uh, yeah. Man, Hollow Point I love, but, you know, that's – I got to find new games. It's the whole point of doing – doing gaming stuff is that i get to try new stuff true so the segment the long-awaited of course segment that barry and craig broke up three hours before the podcast uh is you know recording happened uh Mm -hmm. the the game awards are starting uh on either friday or thursday i can't remember which day to be completely honest and i can't be bothered to look Uh, that's the (laughs) that's the jank 
That's the jank of the podcast that we yep. got going on. Don't here. worry. I'll look while you're talking. Don't worry about it. But Jeff Keighley has said in interviews that there's going to be 40 to 50, uh, give or take, games announced during this. So I kind of want to get your predictions here because no matter what this podcast goes before the award ceremony and a quick tidbit of news that I got while I was looking at it. And I don't know why, but Sting is playing yes. at the, the game awards. Yes, he is. What does he have to do with games? It says what? that he's performing the songs from Arcane. Uh, like <laughs> Enemy by the is that by know. Coldplay? I don't know. That's I literally saw that, and it's it's on Thursday, by the way. Um, but yeah, the title said Sting perform his song from Netflix's Arcane. So apparently, he has a song on there that I have not heard yet. Does he have the ending? Huh. I don't know, but that's why he is there. Yeah, because it doesn't really make sense for Sting to be at a game show. I don't think that man has ever played a video game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the enemy uh, song, like the title opening credit is, I think, Coldplay or, you know, some band. Imagine Dragons. Ima- I think. Yeah, I think it's Imagine yeah, think Dragons. It's, yeah. <laughs> man, I get those two confused really badly. A <laughs> lot of the time. Close. I'm just starting to realize. So let's see here. Oh, I guess we'll just take, you know, uh, back and forth predictions here. I'm going to start Manila uh, for for as much as I can. So, Uh, okay. so how do you I have mine listed as I have my locks and my wild guesses. How do you have yours listed? I have mine as Manila being like pretty locks. And then my and then like my my kind of my top ones are my wild guesses. Okay, cool. for For the most part. I think, and I'm pretty sure that, like, this is one of my locks. We are going to get a trailer of some sort for either Dragon Age 4. I, I think Dragon Age 4 over Mass Effect. Uh, we okay. haven't seen anything from either of these games in a while. And yes, while we just did a news story why the, the, that the creative director left, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they, they have to show something for okay. Dragon Age 4. Uh, so that that is one of my locks. Lock okay. that locks of the year. Bet on it. Yeah. So for everybody out there, this is the ones you're going to put money on. So my first lock is we're going to see something with Bioshock. And the reason I say that is because there was a mysterious website that went up this week uh, related to the lighthouses in Bioshock. And when you go to that website, it says coming soon. So that's really to me is a lock that there will be something with Bioshock at the video game awards. Hells yeah. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, I think as another lock, we are going to get a God of War trailer. Yes. Uh, I just have a feeling that 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 is what we're going to see. Uh, it would make sense. I m- my only fear is that this like I don't want these trailers to actually reveal too much about God of War, like much like movie trailers. And with like the new Spider-Man stuff, I feel like you're just revealing too much. Like the surprise and excitement gets taken out of it when you reveal uh, too much of what's going on. So hopefully it's just uh, dead gameplay footage. I don't know. Or dead <laughs> cutscenes that they are going to use in the game. And or it's just non. Non, I guess, what is it? Uh, crucial moments is the word I'll use. There's a better word for it, but non-crucial moments is what I'm going to go with. Okay. Uh, my second lock, this one might be a little iffy, but I'm going to say it's a lock. I'm going with Skate 4. 
something. Okay, I like that one. I like that I one. I know we already got that, like, not a trailer, but them saying we're working on it. And that was that a year ago or two years ago now? That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay. So I think we get, like, a 30-second trailer for Skate yeah. 4. Yeah, I like, no, that, that's yeah. a good one. I really like that one. Uh, I think, and I'm pretty sure... Uh, we're, I think we would get a trailer for a new UFC game. I feel like that's the only sports game that we're still kind of waiting on Mm -hmm. for, uh, for a trailer. And I do think, I guess that's that, that I, it's not like it's the biggest sports game of all, but I have a feeling EA kind of want to put stuff out there. So I think, you know, we'll get a trailer for a new UFC game. Do people still play those games? I've, I know, well, they continue to make them. So I'm going to go with they do. (laughs) You're right. They do continue to make them. I just don't know that they have been particularly reviewed well recently. Yeah. Uh, all right. This one is a lock for me. I'm going to go with Mario Odyssey 2. Oh, okay. Locked. Locked. Just because I know they have Zelda out there, but we can't forget about Mario, and we really haven't had anything besides mario party right that was the last mario that came out i, I don't they have to have been working on mario odyssey for a couple of years now so i just think they're going to show something yeah also like just and this isn't one of my predictions but how funny would it be if they showed a trailer for the new mario movie uh, with, <laughs> that would be with, cool with all of like the hype and it's i guess it's not hype but all mm-hmm. of like the buzz that's been going around about this movie with chris pat bringing mario Imagine like they do an entire trailer and do everyone else but Chris Pratt. Like <laughs> they don't they don't show Chris Pratt's voice. That I think would just be absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah. that, that again is not one of my one of my picks. My other lock and this is probably going to be my last lock. And I mm-hmm. guess it's just a matter of what kind of goes into it. We're going to get some sort of Zelda announcement, whether okay. it is Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, whether and there are rumors that much like how Link's Awakening got that, you know, kind of glow up treatment that we might see Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Ages get that. And I loved both those games. Those are very two very close classics to my heart. So if they announced that, that would be great. Uh, I think the further stretch here, and this one uh, is not like a lock by any means, is a GameCube collection Ooh. for the uh zelda franchise we do know it was the 35th anniversary uh kind of the games that we haven't seen are wind waker hd collection and twilight princess with both have hd collections on the wii u so i think it would track that they would put both of those games on the switch because i don't think it's going to take a lot of work to do so okay yeah i mean i they haven't done anything for zelda anniversary have they it was it was the Game and Watch that yeah. uh, came out, and it was also the Skyward Sword is considered uh, one of the huh. celebration parts of the uh, of it there. And it's kind of like the same thing. Like I know Persona, I think is it's either I think it's its twenty fifth anniversary, and yeah. we still haven't heard them do anything either. And while I don't think Persona would do something here, uh, to be completely honest, I think Zelda knows that. This uh, this is a gamer's crowd. If you're going to show off anything here, you show it here. We haven't heard a lot from like any any of these companies, Sony, Xbox, Nintendo on what they're going to do. So I feel like there are a lot of like wild kind of accusations you can go around with. Yeah, 
Hmm. Yeah, it just seems like compared to what they did for the Mario anniversary, that the Zelda anniversary was kind of weak. Uh, oh, I agree. They, I agree. Maybe they've just been holding back. I mean, it, I think it is almost like a 99.9% lock that we see something Breath of the Wild 2. I just think it's it, they have to at this point. Do they? What was the release date for that? Or did they just say 2022? It just said 2022 on there. Okay. Uh, there was no like season or anything like that. Maybe we and get a release date on the trailer. I don't think we would do that either. <laughs> I think they we get a trailer of some sort. And Nintendo has said something about like a new switch next year mm-hmm. in 2022, whether it's the upgraded or 4K model. Maybe we get a hint of that. Yeah. Uh, from them. So, OK, um, my last lock is just WWE 2K22. I know they I like just kind of released a trailer not that long ago, but I think they do something here uh, cool. that gets seen by more people. All right. So now the wild predictions that I get to have more fun with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go with it. Uh, Kingdom yep. Hearts 4. <laughs> oh, no. There is no get... way. <laughs> Look, it's the 20th anniversary this year. Yeah. And they okay. did say stay tuned for something. Uh, if if Kingdom, it, that would be one heck of a moment. If 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 you get me live reacting to a Kingdom Hearts four trailer <laughs> during the Game Awards, it it'll be a moment that'll live on in internet history oh for, for a long time. But I think uh, you have, I think you have a better option of them re-releasing all of the games again on next gen consoles. A kingdom, a kingdom Hearts, the and I would buy the crap out of that too. I would buy, <laughs> I'd buy the crap out of a Kingdom Hearts three PS five redo or whatever. Oh and my knowing, god! Knowing my luck, and Sony did just patent their faceplate stuff. I mm-hmm. have a feeling that they're going to be like, okay, uh, PS five Kingdom Hearts three uh, edition, uh, and it's the first ones with a license plated or you know the the licensed uh, faceplate thing. It's going to be like, well, crap now. I have to I have to have the the duo effect demand. If I got both the PlayStation and the the PS4 and the PS5 Kingdom Hearts, I've made it in life. I don't need nothing else out of this life. <laughs> I just I don't know. I feel like I could see them being like, "All right, for next gen since it doesn't have a Kingdom Hearts yet, we give you 1 2 1. 1.5, 2.5, 2.8. I'm missing more. 3 and whatever the other ones were. Oh, you mean like one. oh, you mean like three hundred and fifty eight days over yes. two, or yes. uh, bir- all, or birth by all sleep, packaged or, into one for sixty dollars. Fragment uh, or Kingdom Hearts zero point two, a fragmentary passage. Yes, that one. Yeah, <laughs> and all the ones on that were on DS. Uh, those two, all in one package for seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, you know, I, sorry. I would I would just be happy if and I know like you were kind of joking with it, but I would just be happy if they did like a f- 60 frames a second update, like much like they've been doing with a lot of those games like Horizon got it uh, yeah. last got it. If Kingdom Hearts got it, I'd be pretty I'd be pretty happy with that, like in a more yeah. realistic sort of toned down type of way and charge you $20 for it. And I'd pay 60. <laughs> All right. My first wild guess is going to be from personal favorites of me wanting to see it is beyond good and evil too. Okay. The love you know, of God, that game keeps popping up every couple of years and then it disappears. Please just make it happen. I, yeah, I, I like that one. Uh, another, I, I think Sly Cooper 
is going to get revived, uh, okay. whether it's a collection or uh, that's available more readily and like maybe added to the PS like because um, I know they did one, two and three on the PS4 like we were or PS3. I'm pretty sure it was actually PS3. If they would just add that to the PS4 collection like of of the free games available with PlayStation Plus, I'd be happy with that. I don't know. Like, I don't know if we would get a revival but I don't know what it is. I miss games like Sly Cooper. Like I was making this list and I was like, man, Sly Cooper was fun. I miss those days. I would play a Sly Cooper. Uh, so that's and that's my that's my one wild out there. Another wild out there prediction. OK. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with due to the success of Forza. I'm going to go with need for speed of some sort. Some oh, okay. new need for speed. Heat came out two years ago now yeah two or three i think yeah and i know they were kind of backing off of making those games but i think that they're due for some sort of need for speed to show up yeah i i like that one too especially with how uh popular it is and i know we're past that but a lock is we're gonna see a gran turismo trailer like that's a lot i think you have to at this point Yeah. yeah uh Another uh, one that I have is we are going to see another trailer of some sort for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, hmm. That was shown off, I think, about a year and a half to two years ago. And it was a trailer, but nothing much has really been said since they said that it's going exclusively to um, PlayStation uh, Final Fantasy 16. But I think we get some sort of trailer there or uh, okay. another trailer, or some sort of gameplay update. I could see that. I have. I don't even know what number we're on, but Gears of War. Okay. Is that yeah. Six, right? Six. Yeah. 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 Gears yeah. of War six or the, yeah. the coalition's new IP is also right. what's been rumored. So I'm not yeah. sure who. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. There. That's a good one. Because also Gears of War five was two years ago, right? Yeah. That was yeah. with the launch. Was it? Oh, no, oh, yeah, it was. That- yeah, no? it was. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Not with the one X, <laughs> not with the one X. <laughs> I just think we're due for them to put a trailer up and say it's coming out in 2023 or something yeah, like that. Something like that. And I think we also get our first console news with PSVR two. OK, uh, I think we are going to get some sort of news with that uh, Sony has already like showed stuff with you know, uh, controllers that are going to like, uh, be able to scan hand and finger movements and a new VR headset. And I feel like this one is it like, I feel like now is the time to release it considering that they're also like more people are getting their hands on PS five. So they also want people to be able to get their hands on a VR. So I think, uh, the PS five VR is something we could see whether it's an official announcement, a release date or trailers, for some sort of new PS5 VR game. Can you imagine how hard it's going to be to get not only a PS5, but also a VR headset for PS5? I, I agree. <laughs> but it's going to be ridiculous. Like what what I think a lot of they uh, what a lot of companies want to do right now is take advantage mm-hmm. of how many people are like trying to get these things and want them desperately and want to get them before, you know, or on launch day. So I feel like Sony's going to look at it and go, oh, you know, like we can do this and we can probably get it in people's hands uh, and people are going to want to buy it regardless of whether it's for themselves or for reselling purposes, to be completely honest. As long as it sells out of Sony's pocket, they don't care. 
Yeah, true. Uh, my next one is a actual trailer for Mass Effect. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't put it in lock because you never know with Mass Effect, but I feel like it's a pretty good bet we get something. Yeah. Uh, another one for me that's going to be another outrageous is we get our first uh, trailer or something for an announcement for a trailer for GTA 6. <laughs> nope. I Look, I... <laughs> It's not no like I've way. been calling for it every year, yeah. but uh, I just feel like that, you know, everybody, people clamor about, oh, when's the next GTA coming out? Like they're tired of being fed GTA five stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, but if, did, look, did I, we not? We didn't even get the uh, the PS5 and Series X version of GTA four yet. It's not even look, out. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it might just be a trailer and it might be a trailer that says it coming out five years from now or something like that. They're going to put a trailer up. This is a hot take that says GTA six to watch the trailer by the PS five GTA four version. Okay. So in order to sell more GTA five, you you have to include a trailer. I get it. They're going to do it. it. They're going to do it. Mark it down. Bet on it. Uh, all right. So this one kind of ties into your UFC a little bit. I don't think they go UFC, but I think they go back to Fight Night. Oh, okay. I remember Fight Night on PlayStation. Was, only it, was, because... it, on, was it ever on Xbox? Yes, it was on both. Okay. The only okay. reason I say that is, again, I don't think UFC has done well the past couple of years. And I feel like boxing is starting to come back in popularity recently. Um, I know it's a lot of like the like the celebrity boxing matches, yeah. but I th- I think this is the perfect time for them to bring back Fight Night. How cringy would it be? And I know like Fight Night's always about like creating Kick your off. own, but yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like put oh, him on the cover. A, exactly. Here's a character and put him on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul boxing. I, think. I don't think they put him on the cover, no. but I I bet you they would put him in the trailer. Oh yeah, they would. <laughs> that uh, man, I I couldn't take that. Uh, I'd be ugh, it'd be so cringy to me. If it'd be the most watched like trailer. That. It would be. It would be definitely. I know YouTube just took away the dislike button, but people would definitely yeah. dislike the heck out of it. They so. would, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then I really the last one for me, and I know I've said like maybe if we don't get Final Fantasy sixteen, we get a trailer for Final Fantasy seventeen, Final Fantasy seven part two. Yes, I think that's uh. I think I like you get one or down. the yeah. I think you get one or the other there, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. I feel like that's even more of like something that we will both more possibly see than a Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. I uh, I have to imagine that Final Fantasy seven part two is well underway, as mm-hmm. and has to be. You have to at least have enough to put together a trailer now. So that, that's you would what think I'm, so. Yeah, I think. I think you're right. Like I said, I had that written down. I think they put out a trailer and say it's coming out in like 2023 or something, maybe late 2023. Um, All right. I just have two more. So the first one is going to be, this is wild. uh, Resident Evil nine. I know they said they're still working on DLC for Resident Evil eight for village, but I think I just like, I could see them putting out like Resident Evil nine, like the title card and then 2023 or 2024 or something. Now, I guess one of the things that we have to figure out is how do they make it cleverly yeah. into the title? Well, that's an that would be an I and an X. So you got to think of something that has an I and an X in the in in a word, you know. 
Mm, uh, here, Resident, go over your go go to your Resident, next prediction. Resident Evil tricks, <laughs> <laughs> and it has the bunny on it. The yeah. tricks bunny. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then the last one I had was not anything in particular, but that there's an announcement from Square that there is some sort of other partnership to make another Marvel game like Guardians, like a story driven Marvel something, whatever IP they can get a hold of. I think that could be a possibility of them announcing that they're working on it. All right. So I've decided to have fun here and I looked up words with IX in it. Maybe we go with Resident Evil Crucifixions. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, man. If man, if I call it here, uh, just <laughs> you win all the money. I actually like uh, that. That's really good. Crucifixion yeah. would be good. Yeah, I, I actually like. I just saw that, and I'm like, damn, that's good. Or like Resident Evil Crucifixion, like that yeah. would be. Oh man, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds good. It I, does. And Resident we go to Evil, like, I just, I just made your new title for, man, for the next game. You could do like, uh. Man, you could do like uh, extremely religious terrorizing yeah. things. That would be cool. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like they haven't gone into that, have they? Like re- pa- they, other no. Resident Evil. Yeah, it hasn't. They really could go to. Into. They could. It could be set in Rome, at the Vatican. Yeah. Man, give me that. Any other? I almost. Words? Don't, I, I, I'm, I almost don't want to say any others because <laughs> I feel like like good. that was that was so good. What we need to do is you need to. Put it out there on Twitter, straight at Capcom, being like, "Your new game is Resident Evil Crucifixion, isn't it?" Let them know. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, I, we'll I, I think that's what curve. we're gonna do here. <laughs> but uh, more, more fun is uh, let's see here. Imagine Resident Evil. Just close your eyes, and I'm gonna yep. just spit off a few. Uh, imagine Resident Evil Mixology, and <laughs> it's a horror game where you make horrible mixology bartending drinks, Ooh, and. Yes. You, you you force patrons or patrons to try them or your character tries them. Uh, mm. That's that would be Resident Evil Mixology. What about uh, Resident Evil Mixer, the downfall of the Mixer streaming platform? Oh, I like that. Yeah, that that is a real horror, isn't it? The yeah, it is. The... <laughs> Damn it, that's a that's a blow a right one. there. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Microsoft. Um, uh, then okay, so Resident Evil Appendix. Ooh. Uh, Okay, that could work. I, I, I was to say, I really can't think of something there with a Resident Evil. No, but Evil they game. could go back to other previous games. It's called the Resident Evil Appendix. Oh, okay. I could Man, I, I, I was to say, I didn't think we this segment would last as long as we're making it, but we got it. <laughs> yep. uh, Resident Evil Pixies. No. Vixens. Vixens could be cool. I think they already did Vixens, though, with it, Village, but that could yeah, work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but instead of vixen, we make it plural. Vixens, everybody's uh, lady. Yeah, everyone's lady Dimitru. Ladies of the night. And I think I think I'm going to leave it at that. You know, I'd love to think what people know, but uh, crucifix is so good. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's very good. All right. Give me that Resident Evil crucifixion. Locked. That, that goes into the lock column now. Yeah. Or like if you give me Resident Evil Mixology, I'd probably pre- be pretty happy with that one, too. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> I think, oh man, going off of Capcom's track record, Resident Evil Crucifixion is too good and makes too much sense for them to do. 
Well, like <laughs> they're they're probably like thinking of a title thing right now, and I'm about to tweet them about yes. how it's uh, uh, you know, crucifix or crucifixion, and they're gonna be like, "Crap, we can't use that title anymore. Throw it out." They can use it, and all they need to do for us is give us two of the big collector's editions. That's all I ask. Yeah, I'd take that, and they can have it. Yeah, I would take that and I'd and I'd point them if Twitch didn't delete my stream, be like, look what you guys made me do. Like, yep. I'll play your game and I'll do the same exact thing. Yep, that, exactly. That was a that was a fun time, despite me like hyperventilating at points. <laughs> but regardless. And j- just one other one that I'll throw out there is uh, there's been heavy rumors about a Bloodborne remaster of some sort. Uh, it's <laughs> a very it's a very classic, very loved game on the PS4. It was an exclusive um, I think there's a chance that maybe we get a Bloodborne, uh, but it, that's definitely a long shot because I feel like if Sony hasn't confirmed it yet, I feel like we're almost never going to get it. So, yeah, I'm, I could see that. That's what I think. Well, for a segment we made three hours before mm-hmm. a shooting that turned out to be a lot of fun. So I hope you yep. guys enjoyed that as well. We're now going to head to movies we watched. And for me. Uh, pretty much like I just finished up Cowboy Bebop and Arcane, both of them still very good. Well, Arcane's a very good series. Cowboy Bebop's kind of eh, my, you know, my feelings have weathered since uh, okay. since seeing that to, to it only being really OK. Uh, Arcane's still awesome. Go watch it. But I saw the new Disney movie Encanto. Ooh, yes. To bring out the Give Spanish flair. Give me that. I want to know. Well, I just want to know what did you watch? And then I'll tell you. I watched 8-Bit Christmas, uh, Venom, Rise of Carnage, and I watched the first four episodes of Arcane. Is Venom, Rise of Carnage out on digital yet? Yeah, to rent, yes. Okay, I, I, I've been meaning to watch that, so I'm going to, now that you mention it, I'm going to watch it, and I'll have it for next week, too, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yes, Encanto. Uh, yes. If, if you didn't know, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda also composes this because Of course he did. He's got anything to anything with Spanish or some sort of musicals right now. Yep, he's, he's there. He's in there. He's got it. I feel like if I started singing right now, he would pop up behind me. He would be writing your song right now. <laughs> yeah, That's what he, he would. would. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Encanto, uh, just kind of what what it is, is it's and the whole theme of it is uh, it's just about kind of like protecting this wish. Uh, this family is blessed with uh, every year a child is given a gift of some sort. Uh, you know, w- one's really strong. One uh, grows flowers. The other shapeshifts. Some others talk to animals. None of this is spoilery. Like it's all been shown in yeah. the trailers. Uh, but it's just kind of a Spanish Colombian take on it. I know it's specifically Colombian because they mention it uh, in the all of like the advertising for the movie. And I can't say uh, enough good things about it. I and I, I know I'm biased. I really am. But I I loved Encanto. I feel like they got a lot of the um, the Spanish vibes to it. I feel like they got a lot right with, you know, the Spanglish as well. You know, some of it, you know, the family does speak Spanish and it is fun to go into a movie theater and a kid asks their parent, what does that mean? And the parent goes, but I don't speak Spanish. And in my head, I'm just like, hey, I got it. I know what it means. <laughs> you should have yelled it out. I'm, I can't, can't yell during a movie. <laughs> I, know, I know better than that. But like, this like, is I, what it means. Now you're in I'm, on the joke. 
and I'm by myself during these movies. Like if I yell at them, I'm going to look like the weirdo that's by himself uh, yelling, yelling at kids about this is what this is in Spanish. But uh, I, I think the only real gripe I think I have that wouldn't like make this like a masterpiece. And maybe it's just like the mixing of audio uh, in the movie theater, but it is sometimes really hard to understand what the uh, singer or the song is saying uh, just in general. Uh, Spanish people can speak really fast when all of their lines are going through them. So I feel like sometimes like they do tend to fall there where uh, they're just kind of like rapping or like saying a verse of the song. And it's just like this roar and it just feels like it's a random noise of nonsense is what I feel like it sounds like occasionally. But that also could be because like the theater I was in is just a regular, you know, theater that I go to. It might just not have been as prominent as I would have liked. Or and you know maybe my ears are bad. Who knows? But I think the, I think the songs are good. The animation is fantastic. It is so bright and colorful. Like it is a it is a fun time for your eyes. Is uh, it there. is it Coco level bright? Hey, it's brighter than Coco. Okay. Uh, wait till you see uh, the character's name is uh, Isabel. I'm pretty okay. sure, but she has um or Isabella. She like she has this whole like flower growing thing. It's awesome. Like it's it's a lot of fun because uh, like Coco, it kind of starts out more drabby and dreary uh, mm-hmm. with the colors. And then it brings it back up once you get to like the day of the dead portion. And in here, it kind of comes straight out of the gate like it is bright. It is colorful and there's a bunch of stuff going around. Uh, I think what this movie really does well is in a lot of like other Disney animated movies, they tend to sometimes you know, and let's take Frozen, for example, uh, Frozen, you kind of have to spend a weird amount of time getting to know, like the two characters, like in Frozen 2, like the two characters stuck in the ice storm and they don't age. Like, you remember mm-hmm. that? Like they yeah. spend a weird amount of time, like bringing that in and bringing up the, the past of whatever was going on during that snowstorm. What I like about Encanto is that you're pretty much just focused on the family. And all you do this entire movie is learn more about the family and everybody's individual powers or gifts is what they're called. And uh, they do a really good job of going into all of those things and explaining and you get to kind of learn and feel for the family. And um, you get a glimpse of what all of their personalities are like all within the movie and you feel like you get enough time with each of them in order to do so. Where in other movies, I feel like you don't get that all the time or you spend way too much time on a character that isn't integral to the plot. Where in Encanto, like everybody else in the village that you see, they're all minor characters. You don't even get to know their names for the most part, Uh, but they're just there to kind of add a little bit of spunk and uh, funny moments to the to the movie, I feel. And I feel like that was a really good decision on their part for it. Uh, and I will say too, the movie's a tearjerker. I shed one tear in the theater by myself. It was pretty embarrassing, <laughs> but uh, it, it it is a it is a really good movie. Can uh, I can't say it enough? It's definitely in my top five for the year, and I know it's probably going to be because of recency bias that it finds mm-hmm. its way up there. But I don't care. Um, this is definitely one of the best like Disney animated uh, films in a long. I, I feel like since Coco. Uh, okay. Because Frozen 2 really wasn't that great, at least in my eyes. Uh, True. And they have a little short in the beginning called Far From the Tree, also a banger. So it's a, it's a little short with the raccoon, and damn raccoons are cute in uh, Disney movies. <laughs> uh, 
they always kill it with the shorts. They're always fantastic. I don't think I've ever seen a bad one, honestly. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Um, hopefully I can get to see it soon. I got to see it before Spider-Man comes out, and that's two weeks. So maybe this weekend. I do want to see it, though. It's on my list. And I guess we should mention before in movie news, uh, now that I think about it, like, have you seen that uh, the Spider-Man uh, pre-sales yeah. have crashed sites and people are reselling tickets for like a thousand dollars yep yep crazy luckily i feel like we live in an area where it's not that hard to go see a movie opening weekend right we don't live in a big city um i feel like comfortable enough that like i'm not gonna go see spider-man friday night i i'm not like i refuse to do that but i feel comfortable enough knowing that if i go saturday at noon i should have no problem getting in it'll probably be pretty full but I could still get in. Yeah. I just wonder like, and I'm not, I'm going to go with not all theaters did this, but I know you guys told me when Avengers Endgame came out at yep. one point, our local theater just had every single one of them, yep. every yep. single one of their theater, theaters playing Endgame, which is a smart move mm-hmm. on their part. I feel like the way the numbers are coming out for pre-sales, I feel like this is going to be that type of movie where yeah, they might do that. They just decide on a Saturday to go, okay, everybody just wants to see these for putting it in all the theaters and leaving it alone. Cause like one thing we don't have is we don't have an IMAX near us. Like right. we have a big D theater, but I got to drive 45 minutes to get anywhere near there. And why I would love to see Spider-Man like that. Uh, I just think I'm probably going to take the easier route and yep. just watch it in a regular theater. Cause I feel like I was supposed to get Altoona, t- uh, sorry, a uh, big D tickets for the movie theater down there, but their site crashed. I don't think we got tickets. So I'm just going to, you know, we'll just see it locally. And you know, I'm, I'm a okay with that. Yeah, you can always see it later and in an IMAX, right? Or a bigger theater, maybe a couple weeks later when it calms down. Yeah, I just don't I don't want to get spoiled for that movie. So, no. Yeah, I mean, like, go see it in your normal theater. And then if it's really good, go see it again in a bigger theater to experience it. Yeah. I could I could see myself doing that. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll run through mine real quick here. Uh, 8-Bit Christmas is came out on HBO Max. Um, this is a movie about kids wanting a Nintendo for Christmas in the eighties. Um, it's basically centers around a father telling his daughter, uh, about how he got his Nintendo. Um, it's a very, very funny movie. Um, I can relate to wanting not only a Nintendo, but I think everybody can relate to wanting some sort of console for Christmas and how hard it was to get. Um, basically, I mean, I was too young when the Nintendo came out to experience it, but it was one of those things like today where you could not get one. It was just sold out. So they go through a lot in there. They're, you know, the kids like trying to sell wreaths because the the kid who sells the most wreaths gets a Nintendo. Um, but it does have like a good, you know, Christmas heartwarming ending to it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. It'll probably end up in my rotation every year for Christmas movies. Um, so that's on HBO max right now. I don't know if they plan on doing like a physical release for it. If they do, I'll probably pick it up just to make sure I have it. Um, but it's about time to start watching Christmas movies anyway. So we can jump on that. (laughs) Uh, Venom rise of carnage was better than the first one. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, but I thought it was okay. This one's more of a, I like I was talking to somebody else and I told them it kind of reminds me of a romantic comedy between uh eddie and venom Uh, okay (laughs) um so you can kind of picture it that way yes you have carnage and all that but a lot of it centers around those two figuring out how to get along Uh, i mean i mean there's points where venom leaves his body because they get in a fight 
Um, it's it's very very funny, a lot funnier than the first one was. I think the dynamic between Venom and Eddie is very very good. So I think it's a step up in the right direction for the Venom movies. But I think that they just need to go all out and put the same amount of attention they put into the Spider-Man movies into the Venom movies and then just combine the two. Um, and I think that's where they're headed anyway. But I would like to see them put a little bit more effort into the Venom movies because it does kind of seem like an offshoot right now. Right. Where they're like, oh, we'll make a Venom movie, but it's not it's not Marvel Universe quality. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, and then I just finished today the fourth episode of Arcane. Uh, I know you had said third episode is a banger, and I can't agree that it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed episode four, like the jump ahead in time, right? Yeah. I don't know. Did yeah. they say how long it is? No. Like I, I, okay. Because she I, I don't know up, why in right? my head I have five years, but it's okay. definitely longer than five years, I feel. but And, it, and yeah. again, like I've never played anything that has to do with league right but these characters are like very well written in this show and like it keeps you entertained i think what helps for me is it does not give off like that anime vibe to me right it's just like it's kind of like oh i'm watching like a uh not quite pixar quality but close but aimed at adults or teenagers right and I just think it's been very, very good. I enjoyed the first three. I really enjoyed actually the fourth episode when we get to see that advance in time and be like, oh, okay, now, you know, this little kid who was a burden and a pain to everybody, now she's competent and she's a cool villain. Like, I like that. Um, so yeah. I've been having a lot of fun. I'm going to finish it. I was surprised that I actually care about this show. But uh, yes, <laughs> yes. That's how good it is, guys. Craig cares it is about very it. Good. It is very good. I only started watching it because you said the third episode was so good and it was very good. It's very cool at the end. But now I'm just like, well, I got to finish it now, obviously. Well, and, you know, and from everything I've read too, you know, like they expected like episodes one through three to be really good. But uh, like, and I guess I don't know if I really felt this way, but other people say that episode, like it just keeps climbing in Mm -hmm. fun. And maybe you feel it that way because like maybe my hype for it at the end of episode three just carried me through the rest of the episodes where everybody else kind of was like, oh, okay, episode three is really cool. And then it kind of grew from there. I guess I could see where that kind of thing happens with you. But yeah. uh, like for me, and that's why I told you episode three, I was sold. And then I just watched the rest of it and binged it. Uh, luckily, <laughs> it's only luckily you only have a couple more episodes to go. Like it's yeah. nine yeah. episodes long. It's not terribly long. Mm-hmm. It's a very, they, very good show. Yeah. And it, it's it's nice to know that like it's not it, this. It had something to tell and it did it in those nine episodes where it didn't feel the need to drag it out to 12 and do some yeah. weird side thing that nobody cared about for two, three episodes. Yeah, they could. I could definitely see myself bouncing off of it. If this was a 12 or 15 episode show, I could be like, all right, I don't need all this. But the way it's set up now, it's very like to the point. Let's go to this. All right, now we're going to this and they just keep going. They don't stop. Really, that first episode you're set up. And then after that, it's just been like, let's action, action, action. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watch Arcane people, please. Yes. They did announce that uh, season two is already in production. So we uh, I'm glad okay. that, you know, we did it. We we're getting an arcane season. <laughs> we did two. it. So I'm, do we need uh, you finished it, though. Does it need a second season? Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Yeah, cool. absolutely. You'll, you'll know at the end of and at the end of episode nine. Like, yeah, give me a second season. OK, cool. And and even probably at the end of episode nine, you're going to wish, damn, I wish I had another episode. OK, that's cool. I'm yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, that's going to go ahead and be it for the podcast. We thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Now I think about it. Uh, I didn't say it in the last episode, but we, Craig and I hope wish you a happy holidays just in general and whatever holidays that you do celebrate. Uh, If you're interested in getting, you know, sharing the podcast, please share it. It's on all listening platforms. We are also have social medias on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And that Twitch is going to be alive on Thursday. I'm going to be pumped up and ready to go. Uh, for the for the game awards so be on the lookout for that uh if you if you want to like send us emails about hypotheticals or maybe games we should even play try high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com and you know if maybe there's some game that we're forgetting to play that of yeah uh, that i've been that we never got the chance to go to with all the games that came out earlier so just keep that in mind and i really do appreciate you guys for listening make sure to share it if you liked and see you guys next time. See you later.